This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Adele, and today we're going to talk about Nike. Yes, today's episode, we're going to talk about Nike, but not in the way that you might think. We're not talking about Phil Jackson or his book, Shoe Dog, or the way they make shoes. We're talking about their overall marketing and their branding message and how that's going to apply to your life. So it's interesting, right? Like, I was born in 1984, and I remember distinctly as I was growing up that the name Nike was synonymous with a saying. If you haven't heard it before, right? If you're maybe not born in the mid-80s, and this will be your first for you, Nike's slogan forever was just do it. It was just that simple. It was just do it. Right, and now I'm sure there's some nonsensical political correctness that it doesn't check the right box, or I'm sure there's some reason as to why I don't see it out in the public, or maybe it's because I just don't look anymore. But nonetheless, Nike's slogan when I was growing up was "Just Do It," and I can't say until recently I actually understood what that meant. Right? I mean, sure, in the literal sense. It was, you know, just take action, right? And in the marketing mind that I have, as far as it pertains to Nike, it was just buy the shoes or just do the thing, which is great. But it's not quite what I now deem it to mean. You see, over and over again, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a coach, mentor, consultant, whatever flag you want to put in front of me to itemize who I am as a man, I realized just how many times I have gotten in my own way. And this weekend was almost a perfect example. With my wife, we don't have Gianna, our daughter, this weekend. It's just her and I. And ever the weekend, I'm fortunate that that is our reality. So it allows me to bond with her, connect with her, spend more intimate time than we normally would. It also allows us to take our foot off the gas a little bit. Right? We use those weekends as... I call them like internal recalibration for both her and I, where we're not hard charging, we're not pushing. If we decide to sleep in, we sleep in. If we get up, we get up. It's kind of like most of the time all bets are off. We have a couple small things we want to do, but just a couple. And so we go about the weekend and it's Saturday afternoon and we're going to turn on the television for some, some reason, right? I don't remember what that reason really was. And we turn it on. And I can't say we're not big TV watchers, but I personally don't care at all about television. Like, it's just not important to me. I don't really care that much about sports or what's on TV. But our family does, right? Gianna does. Lindsay has me watching shows from time to time. And so we, we flip on the television, and within 10 minutes, it shuts off. I can look at Lindsay and see if she sat on the remote and she's looking at me and it's it's on the ottoman in front of us and the dogs haven't, you know, they don't have it in their mouth. So they're not running around with it. And I'm like, man, what is, what's going on here? So we grab the remote, we turn it back on. It takes a little longer than normal, but it turns back on. We watch it for four or five minutes and then it becomes all pixelated. We see the image stops moving and no more sound comes out and it's just colorful pixels across the screen man what is this and so we have some errands to run we have some things to do I say let's just shut the TV off let's just go out and explore the world let's just go see what what there is out there 
And so I, at this point, I don't even remember exactly what we did. Right, We had to go someplace and do something, which was obviously incredibly riveting. I don't know if you've had those weekends before. Specifically, you men, I guess it could be women too, where your significant other asks you to go run around or do things and you don't really care about it, but you don't remember what it was, yet you do it anyways. That was the weekend, and I loved every minute of it. But we get home, go to flip that TV on again, poof, same thing happens. So, of course, right back in my mind, I'm starting to justify all the reasons as to why we don't need to buy a television. Right? I'm inherently being incredibly cheap. Like, I don't care about TV. It's better for our family if we don't watch it. We should start reading more instead. Right? I, I go through a pretty long dissertation on reasons why we shouldn't buy another TV. We have other TVs in the house, right? In, in rooms that we don't use. Eh, so we go to bed. Get up the next morning. We're cleaning the house. We're doing things. Television's not even on. I said, why don't we give it a shot? Why don't we turn it on and see what happens? So we turn it on and it works. Praise little baby Jesus, right? The television works. I don't have to buy another one. Well, that was true for maybe 15 minutes. Then it goes out again. So I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go run some errands. I actually went and the next show I'm recording, which you're going to want to tune into for for certain, is another lesson I learned as I went to see, um, I'll call it my, my facial specialist, Dr. Brian, who, well, <laughs> some things for the next show. Go see him. We drive to Best Buy, looking at televisions, and I don't, I don't want to buy one. Right, I walk in the store and I have a preset number in my head. Like I'm, maybe I'm like the opposite of what most guys are. I don't enjoy buying a television. I'm thinking in my mind, how how inexpensively can I buy this television to get by with what we want? And I was smart enough to do all of seven minutes of research online. Like I don't believe this is a major decision in life. Right, so I'm not going to give it major time. I'm not going to give it major thought. I literally went to Google and typed in best TVs for under $1,000. And list after list after list came up. I scrolled through the first five or ten different lists, read them, and made the decision walking the store that there's a brand called TCL, which I'd never heard of before, that got good reviews. Walk in the store, walk to the back, see a couple in the front, get to the back, and the man in the back says, you know, what are you looking for? I said, well, occasionally we watch... You know, college football, primarily we're going to use television for movies. It's a very well-lit room. We need a TV. He goes, okay, well, you know, what are you looking at? What are you looking for? So I've seen some good things about a TCL. What do you think about that? He goes, I think they're great entry-level TVs, but they they don't have the right motion processor. Okay, which one should we buy? And he presents us a few options, and I asked Lindsay if we can downgrade sizing. Right. How, how, how often is that something that flies over with a woman? Right. How about we get something smaller than we've had before? Eh, not very often. And so, of course, it doesn't fly over here either. It says, no, 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 because we have our TV mounted above our fireplace in our home. And when we first got together, we had a 55-inch TV, and then we eventually upgraded to a, I think, a 62 or 65, I don't know. And I said, well, well, let's just go back to a 55. Who cares? No, 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 we got we to do the 65. And so we look at three TVs, we find one, it's 700 bucks. 
I'm like, okay, done. We, we, we got it. Right, we just made the decision. We were in Best Buy for all of six and a half minutes at best. And so as we're leaving, like the man, of course, is doing his job to present us a warranty. I'm the consummate non-warranty buyer. I just don't believe in buying warranties for things. Now, granted, this is coming from the guy who just bought a TV three years ago. I don't know if that's a long time or short time, but that's when we replaced our last one, and it's already bad. Lindsay says yes. I say no. I said, look, it's up to you, sweetheart. I'm going to walk away. Whatever you decide, I trust, I, I respect, but we're going to be moving houses and changing environments, and we'll do things differently, and I don't think we really need the warranty. And lo and behold, she didn't get the warranty. And so we're out of the store for 700 bucks, which never, ever happens. We're in and out inside of 10 minutes, which also never happens. And we've solved our problem without a ton of, I'm going to call it mental masturbation. Because that has typically been the way that I conduct a decision like this. Spend days or weeks researching. Find, try to find the absolute best deal somewhere. Maybe drive to one or two stores. Go back and forth. Try to negotiate back and forth. See if I can get a couple extra dollars here or something thrown in. And this time I didn't do any of that. Literally, a TV broke and we went out and replaced it and thought nothing of it. In the store, out of the store, back in the car, driving home. Now, you'll notice I say back in the car, driving home, without the television, which is a whole other fun story. I might as well throw it in, just a little bonus for you today. As we're leaving the house... Lynn says, whose car do you want to take, right? I drive a small sedan. She drives an SUV. I say, yeah, right, we'll drive, we'll drive the car, right? Well, you've heard from another show. I drive her old C-Class, old being 2017. It's lease, so we're protecting the miles on it. No big deal. So, nah, you know, the GL that she drives needs a, a blue, blue tech reservoir, add, add blue reservoir. Let's leave that until we get to the shop this week. We'll drive the C-Class. So we drive, go to bring the TV out. Now, granted, Lindsay said, that's a bad idea. We shouldn't do that. We should drive the SUV. A TV is not going to fit in the car. So, oh, yeah, well, the seats fold flat. It'll be fine. So we buy the TV, fold the seats flat. The TV won't even fit through the trunk of the way the car is cut. So Lindsay's now laughing, literally like stomach laughing at me with the old I told you so, as now I have to drive 25 minutes home to get our other car to drive 25 minutes back to pick up the TV that I didn't want to buy in the first place. But all this comes to the fact of just doing something, just making a decision to take action, which ends up being, right? granted, I'm not that far into 2020 yet, right? January 6th as I record this, but there's been this theme that's been running in my mind since middle of December that seems to be carrying on very nicely into the first part of January. And that is take massive, imperfect daily action towards your goals and desires. Right? There's never going to be a perfect time for anything. There wasn't a perfect time for our TV to break. There's not going to be a perfect time to buy one. There's not a perfect expense for one that like, who cares? The amount of time I would have spent wasting trying to figure out all the variables that exist would have not only slowed me down from enjoying the present moment with my wife, but would have also slowed me down from enjoying what it is that we actually set out to do. 
I mean, how crazy is it the world that we live in right now or the reality that I've gotten to create for myself where a television breaks, we can go buy another one and we don't have to right, beg, borrow, steal, put it on a credit card. We just go out and buy the TV. We don't have to think about it. And if I go back six years and the same thing happened, it's catastrophic for our lives. We did not have money sitting around. There was no reserve fund. And the difference was not only my actions back then, of course, not only the way I spent money back then, but my relationship to money. My relationship to the Nike slogan of just doing it. And so I want to share with you something that you can implement that I found to be massively beneficial for myself as it comes and pertains to decision making. First and foremost, you need to make a decision, whatever that decision could be. Ask yourself if the outcome of this decision can have any sort of major impact on your life, like truly major. Could you go broke from this decision? Would somebody die based off this decision? Would you end up divorced off this decision? Some pretty simple but big questions. If the answer is no, make the decision as quickly as you possibly can. Give it no additional thought. Do the minimum amount of research you need to do and err in the side of action. Because there's always going to be a better deal. There's always going to be something differently you could have done. You could always second guess yourself. But I'll tell you from personal experience, you're never going to remember the decision you didn't make. Even right now, I don't remember the other TVs I could have bought. This was less than 24 hours ago. I don't remember the other price points. I don't remember what the specifications were. All I know now is my wife's happy. Our daughter's going to be happy. The TV is back and it works. And we're, we're back to being quote unquote normal. Now let's say it's the other way around. Let's say the decision does have major consequences. The goal for me then is to compile as much research from as many valuable sources as I possibly can so I can still make a decision in a short amount of time. There is no point in spending hours and hours and hours pondering and pontificating over what could be, what couldn't be, what might work, what might not work. I do believe in finding someone that has been through a comparable situation and asking them for their advice. Only if I'd be willing to take their advice once they give it to me. When you are honest with yourself, the majority of the time that you ask for advice, you are not asking for advice. You are looking for someone to agree with your point of view. Find yourself a trusted resource or two that when you ask them for their advice, that you generally would consider using it. If it's not that person, don't ask them. Because there will come a point in your relationship with that individual where they will no longer provide you valuable insight. So, much like Nike, what I'm going to encourage you to do is just do it. You know what the it is for you. Start the business. Ask the girl out. Go to the gym. Go on a diet. Drink the gallon of water. Just do the it that you have always been looking to do. When it doesn't go the right way, which at some point it's not going to go the way you wanted it to, follow the same process again. Does this decision make or break my life? If the answer is no, come up with another answer 
and execute it quickly, quickly and ruthlessly. I'm Ryan Nidell, wishing you truly unlimited success. Mm-hmm.